Hello, uh, welcome to the Valnis podcast. Today we have a small anniversary, 10th episode, and, mm-hmm. and I want to yeah, <laughs> I want to thank all listeners. We are growing and developing, and today we have very special guest, and it's some amazing Polish violinist, a professor of the Chopin University of Music, Janusz Wawrowski. Hello, Janusz. Hello, hello, Max. Nice to see you. Nice to meet you again. Yes. Yes, same. And uh, you're uh, also the double winner of the Friedrich Award by Polish Ministry of Culture. And uh, also you got some bronze medal from uh, Polish Ministry of Culture. Could you maybe tell a bit more what it is? Hmm. Yes, uh, of course, the Friedrich uh, uh, Prize is uh, the name uh, comes from Friedrich Chopin. Uh, our one of the most famous Polish composers and pianists, uh, and uh, the prize of of uh, ministry and culture, I think it's connected with with uh, what I'm doing uh, with my repertoire, with my recordings. I really enjoy uh, discovering, uh, playing, and also recording. Uh, some Polish music, some Polish composers, which are not uh, not uh, promoted enough. I think I think we have much more to to show to the world than uh, we had already um, promoted. Yeah, I noticed that uh, you finding some interesting uh, pieces which are not uh, really discovered by musical world, right? Yes, yes, yes. That's what interests me. Uh, of course, I'm always trying to connect it with something, uh, something very well known, like Tchaikovsky or Ravel or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, maybe you can tell first about yourself, your professional career. Yeah. Um... As you said, I'm uh, of course after I finish my studies in uh, in Chopin University in Warsaw, I started to teach there as assistant because we have still assistants in 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 Poland, and now I'm now I'm professor, uh, now I'm professor. But of course, I also finished my studies in uh, in Graz with Yair Kles, a great great teacher, Israeli teacher. And I had also opportunity to study with Salvatore Accardo, uh, especially that the, um, the time of my studies were very close to, to my recording of all Paganini caprices. So actually the, the first, uh, let's say, piece or pieces I, I studied with, with Salvatore, Maestro Salvatore Accardo, were 24 caprices in in uh, in one master class in Siena. There is a very famous Italian uh, master classes, and that was really a big, big, big adventure to to do it with him. I think he was one of the first who who recorded all the all the Paganini caprices. Um, um, uh, of course, my uh, my connection with Yair. Class, uh, my last teacher from Israel is, is very strong. We are still in touch. Uh, we are meeting somewhere. Last time we saw each other in Hamburg in Elbphilharmonie, where I was playing uh, 
Tchaikovsky violin concerto. <laughs> even oh. then, even then, he came to me after the concert and showed me one fingering, which could be maybe. <laughs> it was so nice. It was so nice. He's a he's a real great great teacher, a great person. And actually, his wife is uh, his wife is Polish, so we have we have more than only uh, a violinistic connections. We we both have uh, Polish wives. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nice. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah. I just, just wanted to say about my Polish teacher, which was uh, Mirosław Wawrynowicz, uh, mm. uh, my last Polish teacher uh, in Chopin University. Uh, and unfortunately, he died just a few months after I finished uh, studying with him. He was he was quite uh, young. He was 30, 30, excuse me, 50 something, 53, maybe 54. So it was really a big, a big uh, sadness because he was very known in Poland. He was very known in in Warsaw, one of the best teachers, and he could still, you know, work. Uh, he could still work uh, many, many years. But yeah, that's life. That's life. And yeah, I'm very happy now that I'm still in Warsaw. You know, trying to to combine it with my concerts, with my recordings. And I have a really great class. I, I love my students. I love to teach. I, I, I really like to uh, have a connection with uh, young people, with students. Mm. And uh, you, you told about Salvatore Accardo. I really love his Paganini and I really believe that He's the best player of Paganini, like yes. this, uh, uh, Carnival of Venice. It's yes. uh, just amazing. I, I just uh, fell in love with that recording. And uh, did it ha- did it also have influence on your way of playing Paganini? Yes, yes, it was it was it was uh, a really great experience. I have to say that his playing is very charming. I don't know if you had uh, opportunity to to listen to him live in the in the recital well, or concert. Unfortunately, no. Yes, I, I remember in Siena master classes. I I I've heard him uh, playing a huge recital. It was for sure Brahms Sonata, one of Brahms sonatas. Mm. I think it was Debussy Sonata, and then he performed. Uh, three Paganini Szymanowski transcriptions. There is a, uh, I mean, in Poland it's very known. It's it's Karol Szymanowski yeah. transcriptions for violin and piano. But it's actually this transcription is really amazing. It's one of the best in my opinion because it's 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 not only Paganini. It's it's the part the piano part is absolutely amazing, and he was able to connect this Paganini virtuoso style together with Szymanowski, you know, great um, impressionistic style. This is, if, if you if you don't know it, I mean, our listeners, they don't know it, they should really listen to it because it's, it's, it, there are completely new pieces. Mm-hmm. And I remember he played this three uh, Capriccios. It was, it was uh, absolutely great. But then... What was charming, he played like five or six encores. And this was amazing. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, because uh, to hear his Chrysler, his, you know, he played a lot of Chrysler miniatures and maybe something by Sarasate. I don't remember, but mainly it was Chrysler. 
but it was so amazing. This is, you know, this old style of 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 feeding the music with beautiful sound, with natural phrasing. Uh, he was then, I think, seventy something, and you you, oh, oh. you 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 could you could hear, you could feel this. Uh, this very good old old taste, you know what I mean. This was really really amazing. This was my discovery, and I, I then I, I I thought to myself, okay, he could he could play Paganini, you know, every uh, fast phrasing and uh, all this uh, virtuoso stuffs, but but to to recognize him as a fantastic uh, miniatures player was really something amazing for me. Yeah, it's uh, really uh, always amazed me when this, you know, old masters, like you said, uh, Accardo or uh, Ida Handel, or even I, I was listening, like, um, was it one and a half year ago in Riga, Markov, uh, Albert Markov was mm -hmm. playing, uh, and he's like 86, and I was... Wow, like, and he was playing not just something, but Chacona. Wow. <laughs> uh, and by heart, and I was like... Okay, and then I, I, I hear some people saying, oh, like, uh, who play in orchestra or teaching, like, when they are 40 years old or something, or 50, and they say, oh, I'm already too old to practice, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I cannot play anymore, like, and, and then you, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. When, when you hear them. Yeah, so... The, so yeah. of course, uh, coming back to the to the what it's uh, he he gave me a lot of this you know natural feeling a lot of um, also technical tips uh, how to play particular places. We also did Paganini first first Paganini concerto, but also he was very tolerant. I remember him. I I, I played with his music, his edition. It was by Ricordi edition with Salvatore Accardo fingering and and bowing, and I remember I, I changed many many things, and he was very open. He told me, okay, if it works better for you, all it's interesting, and you know he was always very open minded. This was also very very nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually what I heard um, actually in our previous episodes, but mo I think most of the violinists were saying that you should be open-minded. Yeah, yeah. As, as violinist and a musician. Um, all right. And uh, as I understood, you're now playing uh, Stradivari violin. And uh, as I read uh, in uh, your website that it's actually first... Stradivari, which came to Poland after the Second World War, and in two thousand in two thousand eighteen year, and uh, how did it happen, and how did you get it? Yeah, yeah that's what that that's really amazing story because you know, in Poland we we've had many many uh, great violinists, yes, including Klipiński, Wieniawski, uh, then of course all Polish Jewish. Uh, like uh, Huberman, like Ida Handler, Henrik Schelling, and you know, we could speak about about many, many during the last 200, 300 years. So the tradition is big, and all all of them actually, most of them, they played uh, Stradivari violins. So uh, there was a big tradition also of buying and uh, investing in 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 old Italian instruments. Um, uh, only, only in one city in which, uh, when the, the Second World War began, we had three Stradivaris in one city. Two families owned 
Three uh, Star device, of course, it was stolen during the during the World War. Yes. The second and um, after the war, nobody nobody um, bought any Stradivari during this. this I don't know, uh, 60, 70 years. There were no investors. Of course, the country was poor. Um, and even if somebody if had money, you know, they didn't want to to invest in in in, in old Italian instruments. Uh, of course, people are investing in pictures, in sculptures, in art, but but the instruments are not so popular in Poland. And uh, I and also my friends, my my some some other people were trying to to convince. Um, I don't know banks, uh, private banks, or government, or big investors to to open such a collection to 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 restart. Let's say to to uh, not even not to create, just to come back to old tradition. Yes, to to invest. Uh, we all know in many countries, musicians and not only musicians, very rich people, especially in Western Europe, in Asia and in America, that it's very good to to. Um, to have this kind of investment, and of course, all the musicians uh, need to play good instruments. We know it, yes. Uh, string players that that without that it's really hard also to do the a solo career. So finally, after many years of 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 you know of trying of connecting to many people, um, actually, I found the, the the guy with my friend. We found uh, uh, Roman Jemian. And maybe he found also me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's very funny story. Just you know, we were both in the same place in in good moment, in good time, and uh, yeah, he decided to 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 invest his money to to buy a first Stradivari. It was also connected with um, 100 years of uh, Polish independence, so it was a very big uh, anniversary for us, for Polish people. Because in uh, 1918, uh, we Poland was free. Yes, after 123 years, uh, finally there was a Polish uh, government, Polish uh, territory. And in 2018, uh, Roman uh, decided to buy this this instrument as a kind of symbol, kind of I don't know even how to how to how to call it, but. Just to remember, yes, just to just to show that the culture is very important for him, that the Polish music is important, and he wants to give me the opportunity to to play on such a great instrument. And uh, the, the the other funny story connected with this was that the this instrument, this Stradivari, actually was quite unknown because uh, he was. Uh, Probably 78 years um, he was in Italian families, in two families, and it was just private, um, private item. Yes, it was. It it wasn't played. Uh, it haven't been played uh, by any violinist, so it was just in in at home. I know that. Um, I know that uh, Josef Suk probably played this instrument, but it was just privately. Yes, just on the small. Home events, mm. but uh, but it was never you know just uh, used for every day. Yes, in many concerts, it was just just in private collection. 
But is it uh, the one uh, which was stolen from Poland, or it's some other one? No, 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 uh, no. It it wasn't absolutely. Uh, mm. There is there is no connection with Poland. It was it was in in Italy many 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 years. I suppose the whole twentieth century, the instrument was uh, was in 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 uh, Italian families, and uh, and it had uh, it it was Stradivari without name. So as we know, most of the Stradivari instruments they have yes. some name like I don't know ex Huberman or. Uh, Dankla or something, yes, yeah, and that's yeah. absolutely no name. So, uh, so of course the first thing uh, we thought about was to to give it to give the name to the Stradivari, and the owner decision was uh, to to name it Polonia, of course because of the 100 uh, years of independence of Poland. So it is kind of special sign, special um, moment for us. And what can I say? I'm really happy that now I can record all these uh, violin concertos uh, or pieces, solo pieces or sonatas on this beautiful instrument because it really uh, sounds uh, fantastic uh, live and also during the recording. So I'm I'm really lucky one. <laughs> well, was it was it bought in some auction like in English heyday or Tarizio or? Or no, no, it was uh, it was what I know. It was uh, directly, yes, it was just directly, and also the um, let let me let me remind the the the, the name of the uh, of the owner of the Italian owner. Uh, ah, he was Luciano Rattini, Mister right. Luciano Rattini, who was who is a famous Italian architect. He. Uh -huh. Actually, he didn't want to um, to sell this violin, but but because he knew who Paganini was and he who was Lipinski, Karol Lipinski, who was the biggest concurrent of of Nicolo Paganini, a big Polish virtuoso and composer, he told us that uh, he will sell this violin to Poland only to Poland because he know how big. Uh, Polish tradition is how how many violinists were here, and that we really need to to have this kind of um, instruments in Poland. And um, he was also uh, uh, in Warsaw. He came to Warsaw to visit our ceremony. We had a special concert uh, at the end of the 2018. Uh, we had a special concert in Royal Castle in Warsaw. We we gave uh, the name. We named the instrument, and he repeated this story. He repeated the story that he wanted to to sell it to Poland, and he was very happy. He he heard he's heard a special concert, and also with Polish Polish music, but also with Vivaldi and Bach. So mm -hmm. it was a very special moment for us. I think you can you can watch some of experts from this concert in in my YouTube channel. So yes. But uh, I don't know whether it's private information or not. But you can tell uh, maybe how much it did it cost. Uh, it was it was uh, around four uh, four million euro. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And of course, it's 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 growing all the time. <laughs> I think now it's it's like crazy. Every year we know that the Stradivaris are more expensive and more. Yeah, because they are not. It's not getting more of them. Just less. Yeah, exactly. 
And but, this, one, but, this yeah. one is very, very, very special. It sounds really great, and it's the the whole body is original. This is very important because many of the many of struts are, you know, only part right. partly original or something. But this this one has the the whole body um, resonance body in original. Mm. Very nice. And uh, if we talking about Stradivari. Yeah. How do you think? Is it is it more like for because I, I never played it, but uh, how do you think? Is it more about uh, prestige or does it really really best violin? Because I know some very good violinists. I even listened to like maybe ten years ago interview of Nikita Borisaglebsky, and he was telling that he had a Stradivari, but then he gave it up and exchange it for some modern violin because it was better what what do you think uh, it's 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 very uh, difficult question and the answer is even more dif difficult i think <laughs> because you know uh, for sure stradivari was a genius yes i mean yeah. we can see it with the all uh, every violin maker who who can see the instruments his best instruments can approve it, yes. The way he was uh, um, constructing the shapes of the of the of the particular models of the of the instrument is, is just amazing. And of course, uh, if you are talking about the best copies, but also the copies which survived in a very good condition, yes. So let's say about uh, original body. Uh, they can be really amazing yes i mean i i tried i tried few of them and they were they were uh original yes 100 percent original of course not talking about the neck or the or, or the body end just we are talking about the main body of the instrument mm -hmm. uh many of them were really really extremely amazing and the sound is really special and the, the way it resonates, and the way it produces the sound is 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 exceptional. Uh, but of course, we have a lot of strats which are not original in one hundred percent. Sometimes it's only upper deck, for example, yes, or lower deck. And yeah. uh, many times, these old instruments are in bad shape. Yes, they are broken many times or something, and. I know stories about uh, players, and I also tried these instruments, which were really not, not not easy to play. I mean, in general, Stradivari is not easy. I think uh, to play Stradivari, you really have to adapt. You really have to know this instrument. You have to play many months to to get used to it. And Stradivari needs uh, a very special treatment, a very special touching, uh, you know, touch of the of the strings. You have mm. to very close to the string, and you have to, you know, it's it's like uh, <laughs> it's like with your wife, it's <laughs> with your glove. You, she is great, but you, but you have to know how to talk to her. Yes, sometimes, and I think it's very similar to the, to the, to Stradivari, and um, uh, and that's why you know it's hard to say if Stradivari or I mean if you really had a good copy, you good instrument and it's original and it's in good shape, and you it's it's good for you for your way of playing. You can have really amazing results. I think the, the the power of the sound, but not only the power, the the color, how it 
resonates in the hall and how it's, um, it sounds in front of orchestra. It's amazing. And on the other hand, we have modern instruments. We have so many violin makers in the world. Yes, there are like so many of them in each country. Yeah. Yes. And of course, we, we have a lot of bad or, you know, just average instruments. But I, I really believe that we have some excellent modern contemporary instruments. I, I, I tried some of them. And of course, you know, we have great violin makers uh, today, but it's, it's, it's hard to find the, the right one, yes? And, and also, if we, if we have a very good violin maker, uh, they can also do good and bad instruments. Sometimes yes. it's, it's genius. And, you know, I tried so many instruments of, of, of modern uh, violin makers. And it, it, sometimes after many years, you see, oh, my God, it's so bad. You know, his new instrument is so bad. Or suddenly you discover that, wow, this is great copy. You know, I remember you did bad instruments or it was just normal. And now you did really amazing instruments. So... It's hard to find the right one, I think. But I, I, I'm sure that that you know that we can, we can find also very good sound in in modern uh, instruments. Yes, uh, you know the, the the other thing is that you know many scientists and man, many uh, luthiers they are saying that Stradivari had a really great wood. Yes, because. The wood came from from the um, um, how do we say uh, ice age? Yes, there was a small ice age. In, yes, in Europe. Special yes. period. Yeah, there was a special period. The climax climax was really with low temperatures. And I've heard the theory that the the the, the wood which was growing in those years during one hundred years or fifty years. Um, it was growing a long time in a cold temperature, in lower temperature. And if, and when the wood is growing during the winter, and the winter is really strong, it's much harder. The wood is much harder than it's. Uh... Yeah, I also also heard some this story. I also heard that. Yeah. Remember, yeah. So if we have a much warmer uh, climate now. Mm -hmm. We cannot have such a good wood, yes, because it's not so hard. It's not so solid. Maybe that's also one of the reasons that the old Italian instruments are so great, yes. I don't know. I think, you know, I am not a specialist. I can say that uh, some of Stradivari I've tried are really extraordinary or amazing. Mm. Not only because of the prestige, but of course it's a, it's of course it's it's very famous. The the prestige of the uh, of the name is 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 very big, and I I think also Italians did a very good job promoting uh, uh, through you know many years, like three hundred years, uh, yeah. this 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 name. And uh, but uh, but I prove I approve that it's connected with the quality. With the quality, we can find absolutely amazing instruments. Mm -hmm. And uh, what do you think about bows? Like uh, how how important is and what a bow you have? Uh, I my my bow is a French bow, fatigue. Uh, I like it very much. I I I, I bought it in in Denmark, 
Denmark many years ago. Um, I'm also trying to to find and um, to choose a modern one by Polish uh, violin maker, which is, uh, but this, I, I don't want to say now because it's something new, but I'm also looking for another old uh, French bow, uh, but much from the higher level than the fatigue. Yes, fatigue is okay. It's very nice, but but I'm thinking thinking about something more, something which is uh, which will be the best for Stradivari, uh, and um, what I can say that uh, when I play this 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 Strat, you can really uh, find out uh, easily uh, which bows are really sounding better and which are a little bit uh, not so good yes i mean the, the the differences on this violin are just amazing or so big if if you're in a right hole if the hole is really big and very nice acoustic you can just in in few seconds you can you can you can hear the difference hey guys interview with janusz wawrowski was pretty intense so I will split our interview in three parts. So continue listening our interview in one week.